Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to sixty speed that thrills you one minute, and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com/ev9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and/or driving conditions. Always drive safely. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The first peek inside NASA's Osiris-Rex capsule is a glimpse back in time. Scientists finally opened the rock sample from the near-Earth asteroid Bennu. NASA's Osiris-Rex captured a treasure trove of material from the solar system's earliest days, by Ramin Skiba. After long last, NASA curation scientists have revealed what Osiris-Rex ferried back from an asteroid 100 million miles away. The seven-year mission scooped up a rock sample from Bennu in 2020, then returned it to Earth in September, parachuting it down into the Utah desert. Scientists painstakingly cleaned and shipped the capsule to Johnson Space Center in Houston, making sure none of the rocks were contaminated by exposure to oxygen, moisture, or earthly bacteria. And they're now analyzing the precious cargo. This morning, NASA staged a public reveal in front of a small audience of reporters, policymakers, and students from local school districts, which was also streamed live on NASA TV and the agency's website. Determining the scientific story of those space rocks, where did Bennu come from? Does it contain organic molecules or rare metals, and what's their origin could now begin? Standing at a podium on stage before a video screen, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson set up the reveal. Seven years, almost four billion miles of a journey throughout the solar system to the asteroid Bennu and back again, he said, recapping the mission for the audience. Three weeks ago, he continued, the sample return capsule landed in Utah, right on the money. It was a picture-perfect mission. It's a feat of engineering, and it's NASA's first-ever sample from an asteroid. So, are you ready to see the results of the mission? Take a peek. As the audience cheered, the video screen behind showed a photo of dark, coal-covered asteroid pebbles and particles within the canister, but outside the main sample container. NASA's first analysis shows that they contain water in hydrated clay minerals and contain carbon and organic molecules, he said. This carbon is 4.7% of the sample by weight. Following him, Osiris-Rex principal investigator Dante Loretta showed four more finely detailed images of the sample all taken by an electron microscope and spoke more about the significance of carbon. He described them as water-bearing clay minerals which have water locked inside their fibrous serpentine crystal structures. That is how we think water got to the Earth. The reason that Earth is a habitable planet, that we have oceans and lakes and rain, is because these clay minerals landed on Earth 4 to 4.5 billion years ago, making our world habitable, he said. Not just Earth, but probably Venus and Mars in the days of the early solar system. 
As he flipped through the images, he showed how some of the material has a hexagonal shape characteristic of sulfur, which he said is critical for biology. A lot of the amino acids that give structure to our cells use sulfur, he said. He also showed images of both framboidal or raspberry-shaped and plate-like bits of magnetite. Those platy ones might be important for organic evolution. They might catalyze certain reactions, he said. Daniel Glavin, the Osiris Rex sample analysis lead, then showed what it was like to look at a grain of the asteroid material under UV light. Under the light, the sample was bright blue, flecked with tiny white bright spots that he compared to stars. The stuff's lighting up, he said, explaining that the fluorescence indicates carbonate minerals. This is organic matter, called organic globules. This thing's loaded with organics. The talk also included a pre-recorded video from curation scientist Nicole Lunning standing outside a specially constructed clean room at Johnson Space Center's Building 31. The building is already home to the largest collection of asteroid materials in the world and will be the permanent address for the Osiris-Rex. Because organics are such a focus of this mission, Lunning said the clean room had been specifically designed to avoid contaminating the sample with Earth biological materials. Lunning described much of the material as fine dust and intermediate-sized particles, about the width of short-grain rice. She pointed out that so far, NASA has only examined a tiny part of the sample, and they have not yet fully opened the sample container. She said they will continue taking the collection head apart, dividing the sample into handling trays that look like deep-dish pizza dishes. In six months, she said the agency will release a sample catalog to give scientists a chance to propose studies and request samples. Some 230 scientists around the world will work on sample analysis for two years, she said, and portions of the samples will go on public display at the Smithsonian Space Center Houston and the University of Arizona. Scientists' work will include assessing the similarities and differences between Bennu and Ryugu, another carbon-rich asteroid from which the Japanese space agency's Hayabusa 2 mission successfully retrieved a small sample in 2020. NASA almost didn't get a full sample. OSIRIS-REx's robotic arm called the Touch-and-Go Sample Acquisition Mechanism, or TAGSAM, initially collected so much material that some risked spilling into space. But the leak slowed after about 30 minutes and engineers decided to skip some maneuvers that might have shaken more regolith loose. Eileen Stansberry, Johnson Space Center's chief scientist, stressed that the sample had been abundant and that portions of it would be stored to be studied in the future with technologies that don't exist today. Analysis is not limited by ideas formed years before the missions were conceived, says Stansberry. Samples are then available for new questions, new techniques, new instrumentation far into the future, and they are the gift that keeps on giving. Addressing the students in the audience as the Artemis generation, Weich told them the sample that we're going to have today will unlock new insights into the origins of our solar system and answer questions about our own origins. A large portion will be stored for future scientists, and that could be one of you. Tomorrow, NASA's asteroidal adventures will continue as the agency's Psyche probe is expected to lift off toward a metal-rich asteroid. The launch, planned for 10.16 a.m. Eastern Time, will also be streamed on NASA TV. This type of near-Earth object hasn't been studied up close before. It may be the remnant of the core of a planet that never fully formed. Asteroids are among the oldest astronomical objects in our neighborhood. 
They haven't changed much over the past 4 billion or so years, so missions to study them may offer the best chance to learn about the history of the solar system, including Earth's early years. OSIRIS-REx took aim at some of the biggest questions in exploration in science. How did our solar system form? How did life originate on Earth? It can't get more exciting than that, said Mackenzie Lystrup, director of Goddard Space Center at today's event. As the scientific analysis unfolds, she said the real journey begins now. Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at Wired.com science. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.